1: all-state two-year
0: starter and rush in for the big red and nfl bet it's
2: Dugness or uh, duder or uh you know don't if you're not into the whole brevity thing
3: it's blackshirt jay moore with hail varsity radio
2: back into it road show continues here at rosie's 10th and p the downtown rosies we love doing this big thanks to munchie and the crew for it us out the Big Ten recap, Monday Night Football, Game 7 of the NLCS. Jay Moore with us, Blackshirt Husker NFLer at Jay Moore 44. His 49ers kicking off, and they'll hand it to McCaffrey in an abusive amount of times tonight against Minnesota. <laughs> uh, you know what, Jay Bird, uh, you, you use that word abuse, and it's got super negative connotations, and then it has accurate connotations. When we talk about Big Ten West football, just the Big Ten in general, and Nebraska able to uh, well survive, outlast, out tough a Northwestern team that that has no business coming in at three and three, but lo and behold, they were, and uh, Nebraska now a game over five hundred. What do you think of Saturday? Did you uh, did you avert your eyes ever?
1: <laughs> no, I was there. I watched the game in person, uh, second game I've been at to this year, and uh, it, you know, just when I mean obviously the first play from offense and the interception happens, you just know, okay, you it's gonna be a dogfight. Northwestern is <laughs> is always just a scrappy football team. I don't care what people think, and I don't care what people may have had perceived coming in because obviously with the Pisterial situation, but this team is just they're scrappy, they fight. They got smart coaches. They just know how to work with what they got, and that's just what they did. And luckily, their offensive line and our defense—you know, North, Northwestern's offensive line—they can't block anyone. And our and our defense just just feasted on that all day with the with the TFLs and, and the sacks. So it, you just know it. Every time you know you're going to play Northwestern, it's always a dogfight. Except you know, you go back a couple years ago where we beat them fifty to seven you know at home that's like the only game you ever I can remember with Northwestern where it's just been it, it was over at halftime right and, and frankly that's just the way the rest of the season is gonna be is this an absolute dogfight the, the injuries now that have hit the offense uh, and obviously young quarterback you know, you're just playing a ton of young players now with injuries you're just you're I'm telling you what I I know I mentioned if they could score 21 last week now I'm hoping they can score 17 <laughs> Just looking at everything and just the just the amount of injuries that this football team has taken a hit on from running back position, wide receiver position now to the offensive line position. It's uh I can't remember a season ever like this where so many starters have gotten either nicked or out for the season with season end injuries and with five games to go, you can get you know, hopefully through through um Purdue. And once you get into that Michigan State game now you can start playing some of those younger players. Not have to worry about burning that red shirt. So I know that's definitely on. Got to be on their minds too, with all these injuries that happened. But just knew it's going to be a dogfight. And uh, like I said, you got to be prepared. There's going to be five more dogfights uh, left here, and to finish out uh, October and November.
3: It's Jay Moore with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking Nebraska Northwestern. We'll look ahead to Purdue here in just a second. And we'll also talk about the offense and the rash of injuries, Jay, here in just a second. But first, got to talk about the defense because it's the defense that's leading the way for this Husker football team right now. And the way I see it with five games left, I don't see a game on the schedule where Nebraska's defense can't go out and win you the game despite The lack of offensive threat that you pose right now, because as you kind of said, that offense can put up 17 points a game. I think every single game is winnable with what that defense is doing. I'll get your thoughts on the defensive line. Matt Rule got up in front of the media today and said that was Ty's best game since he's gotten here. Uh, You have Nash, who's making plays all over the field. You even get a guy in James Williams, a walk-on from Iowa Central Community College, who is coming and making plays. got himself one sack in the ledger, another another uh, couple of half sacks if we're talking NFL with the, the way they keep stats he had a really impressive game what were your thoughts not only on the Husker defensive line but the front seven how they played against that Northwestern offensive line which admittedly didn't have their best day
1: yeah with what we've seen you know early on the season I just expect the defense to play well mm. yeah, I think they gave up a couple big plays they had that long run up the middle they got gas on they had that pass I think that Herzog did a great job of getting them down and that defense able to hold them to three plays there I think that was not Late in the third quarter, maybe early in the mm-hmm. fourth, I can't quite remember that that play happened. But listen, they're just <laughs> this defense is solid. They are just smart, well coached, fundamentally sound. They tackle well. They create, you know, they create pressures, and they just they get off the field. They get off the field for the most part. And you look at the what front with with Nash, and then with Ty, and some of the younger players, Princewell, and. Jamari Butler, I mean, those guys are playing their tails off. They're playing fantastic football. You look at the back end, I mean, I thought, you know, Reimers was back, made some good things happen. I thought Isaac Gifford played fantastic as well. I, I view him more as a, as a, as a linebacker almost than, than a secondary guy. But, I mean, that play he made on – Isaac made on, what, third and eight? It was a zero blitz. Isaac was lined over the center. They ran a little screen screen pass to the short side of the field towards Nebraska's uh, the um, sideline. And he defeats like two, two blockers and makes the play for, a, you know, holding the five yards and they got to punt. I mean, that is just – that's fantastic football. and That's just making a play when you need to make a play and relying on your best players, which Isaac Gifford is one of the best players on this defense and best players on this team to go up and make a play when you need to. And I think that's just the biggest thing that this defense is able to do for the majority of the season was make a play when they need to. And I think they're if they can continue to have success on first and second down, like they have all year, you get teams in the third and long and third and predictable. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna keep continuing to play well. And without a doubt, this defense is gonna to keep this team into in every game the rest of the season. As long as, you know, knock on wood injuries and, and you know, as long as they keep doing their thing, this we're gonna have a shot. We're gonna have a fighting chance against against anyone and everyone uh, the rest of the season. So again, hats off to them. <laughs> they were they were killer, man. I mean, it was I wish I could have I think I could have got a sack even in that game. <laughs> even with a, even with one hip right now, I think uh, I think I might have got maybe a sack and a half even, because that, that, that was a game you did not want to come off the field. You were fighting with the position, Coach. Like, do not get me off the field, because I'm going to become all-conference if I keep playing this game. I get me three <laughs> or four sacks. <sets. laughs>
2: Jay Moore is with us, shirt Husker NFLer. We're live here at Rosie's downtown, 10th and P, Monday Night Football at LCS Game 7. Jay, the defense works in such a well in in such unison. Uh, that third down package, guys do their job. They know their job. They're super confident. I want to go over to the offense for for a minute. And what's your confidence level at in in, in Harburg was 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 skittish, right? And, and he wasn't letting it rip per se. And and you, you couple the injury situation now. The offense has been dire as is, and I'm not piling on to pile on. It, it, it is a struggle to get to, to double digits for this offense. What they've been good at is running the football. They've been good at running the quarterback, and they're still, despite their inconsistency throwing or not much balance or confidence in balance with run pass, 195 is the number they put up rushing the football. They're going to have to do something, short field or not, uh, with what they've been good at, do you, do you anticipate with these new faces on the O-line, because of some of the experience they have, being able to, to, to not really miss a beat? Can they, well, can they do uh, what the defense has done, and that's keep on keeping on?
1: Man, it's tough. It's uh, I I firmly believe uh, offensive line and defensive line, and more and more offensive line in general that you do have a, ke- a chemistry in playing with each other. And you kind of just, you're able to play and f- kind of feel off those guys on how blocking schemes and just certain, you know, how it just, it's weird. It, you just, you're against each uh, with each other so much that you just have a feel. And now with Corcoran and um, Ethan Piper out for the year, Noelle's out for uh, a couple weeks. You have some new faces. I know um, uh, Justin, you know, Jenkins was able to get in there and and, uh, and play most in the second half, and so able to get some reps. I know he's he's played uh, at other times this year too. So I think that's going to help. But you he start putting uh, another player. I think Latoski has played a little bit, but again, mm-hmm. uh, this is a, this is a huge week of practice for him to kind of get get some better chemistry, camaraderie, and just figuring out what this group's going to do well. Uh, like you said, but they've been able to run the football uh, for the most part. Uh, I think from a from the passing aspect, they've given they've given um, Harburg a decent amount of time. I think uh, Harburg just got to do a better job of seeing the field. He's missed a couple open receivers. He tends to lock in on Fedoni, which uh, I know they they have a good relationship, and he's a big wide big target to throw to, and a pretty you know low um, you know low risk throws to Fedoni. But he, you know if he's able to kind of get himself to expand and and see the field he's getting some some guys are getting open on the back end and he has obviously did a great job of finding malachi coleman on that on that big play on the from our own 45 there um in the third quarter so listen they they just got to figure it out and this is going to be ugly and i think they're okay with that it's it might be three yards in a cloud of dust sometimes and i think you got to realize punting the football is okay you know it's okay if you just don't risk it, flip the field. Your defense is so good. I mean, literally take a page out of uh, – and I'm sure they already are. I mean, Iowa's been doing this for years. Not, it's not a knock on Iowa, but, like, Iowa knows who they are and they do it really, really well. They they win football games 17-10, to 17-13, you know, 13-10, to 10, and they just rely on their defense. And you're going to have to do that with this offense. I just don't – it's going to be rare for them to go on 75-yard – Scoring drives. You're going to have to They're going to, have to get short fields, hopefully take some shots in those scenarios, and try to run the football that takes some time off the clock, and then you punt it, let your defense go do its work, and hopefully you get the ball back at your own, you know, 45, maybe around the round 50, at your, or the opponent's 45, and you can go to work from there. But, yeah, it just with – and, again, just with – and you get Billy Kemp that's out as well. So that's even a, a hurt to this offense, and he was able to do so many things just from – a. Um, a jet suite type of scenario, and um but it's it's all hands on deck. And it just just is and going forward, and I, I I truly believe they'll they'll figure it out, not figure it out to where they're going to start you know a scoring explosion. I just know they're going to put their guys in the best position to win, give them put them at very high success rates, and just know we got a damn good defense. let's let's rely on them as well. Jay, we got about
3: thirty seconds where we have to take a break and we'll come back and get your thoughts on Purdue, but. With those thirty seconds, scale of one to ten, what is your panic meter with the offense now that you've heard the the injuries report today from Coach Matt Rule?
1: Mm, six, concerned, slightly concerned, but not overwhelming. So I think, like I said, you can you can do you can hope that they can figure it out. I I, I truly do that. I just, I'm not, you know, if this was if they had Penn State and Ohio State left in the schedule, yeah, that's like that's no good, but. There's no defense that they're gonna play except for Iowa in the rest of this year that I think they can there that is uh is of a huge concern so I think they can keep doing their thing and, and keep going in no I would say a six is about about perfect from a risk uh, from a scale of one to ten and now
0: and now back to Hale varsity radio.
2: Jay Moore still with us. Hail Varsity Radio here at Rosie's downtown 10th and P. Jaybird, you've got Coach Walters and his affinity to to be really good. Uh, No personnel, take away. It's been a little bit of a pleasant surprise with year one in Purdue. And and I chalk up that Illinois win as the the surprise. We'll see how the rest of the year shakes out for him. But uh, just a a two-and-a-half-point line, Nebraska favored, in Lincoln, uh, you've got uh, Hudson Card coming in, who's an athletic quarterback. And Nebraska's not had to face that many athletic quarterbacks yet, so it's it's a problem uh, for what you're going to see. Uh, defense got to be on point, and we touched on the offense just last segment. Uh, I, I'm interested to, to get your feel right now with. You know the the, the winability. Do you see this as a coin flip, or do you kind of put this in the category of, yeah, you got to go take care of this if you're Nebraska. I, the, the margin for error is zero. They got to, they got to win these next two to be bowl eligible, I think. But is your concern level kind of follow up with Elijah? Is Purdue a team that can come surprise Nebraska, uh, or is is Nebraska and home field going to be the difference at two thirty?
1: I think the home field will be the difference. I, th- I think, they, listen, if they come out and turn the ball over early again, like they did against Northwestern, I think Purdue's offense is better than Northwestern, so that could be an issue. That could be a problem. I think defensively, I foresee the game plan kind of being defensively, as we, you saw with Illinois, a lot of spy action because Card is yeah. athletic and we'll tuck it and run it. So I can see kind of how we handled with Illinois' situ- QB situation. Uh, we brought pressure, and guys were able to get home. But he'll tuck it and run it. I think you'll see a Bullock, a or a whoever, kind of sitting back there and, and playing on a little spy situation. But if Nebraska can play clean football and take care of the football, which I know it's it's happened, uh, what, maybe one time this year, uh, they should win this football game. Is it going to be stressful at times? Yes. Are they going to win by double digits? I doubt it. I see this game shaken out to be a 17 to. 10 17 13 type of all game and it's just a field position battle it is a turnover battle to time possession this is just classic big 10 west football as we've gotten to, as we've gotten to know uh it, like it, it's like i said they can easily lose this game and they can easily win this game uh but i, I see nebraska still being the better team uh, purdue's got a new coach uh they've they've played well so far they beat illinois handily you know they lost iowa they got handled by Ohio State. Obviously, Ohio State's one of the best teams in the country. Um, but I think Nebraska, if they do their th- – they just take care of the football. And I know they, they haven't done a great job. And I'm just waiting for that time to finally just – let's let's clean up this mistakes. You're going to have fumbles. I get that. Uh, hopefully, you can get them back like we did against Northwestern. But take care of the football. I, I, I don't see any reason why this shouldn't be their fifth one of the season.
2: Do you – Contemplate a change at quarterback if there's a, a tough start by Harburg again. Do you, do you go back to Sims?
1: You know, I when those you know those couple picks happened early in the game, I thought it was going to happen. I, I, I truly did, but they stuck with them. I think I just it just depends because uh, you know you don't I don't know exactly what the play is called and where Sims is supposed to be looking, but I, I imagine if it gets to a point where he continues to miss open receivers and makes poor decisions with the football. You might have to take a chance with Sims, but it's but again, it's hard because because Harvard. That's why the guy
2: lost the job. You know. Yeah,
1: right. He's right. He's three and one. He's won football games. Now Sims hasn't played at home yet. Sims' first two games were on the road. He's hasn't had that to his to his advantage. But I don't know how how uh, long the leash is. I I think it's decently long. But I tell you what, there's mistakes again with decision-making with the football. I I can see it, I, I, and especially if, if Sims is healthy, which I think he is. We haven't heard anything else. But, again, it just I think it, what it really comes down to is, yes, we know Sims is a better thrower than, than Harburg. Is he a better decision-maker? I don't know. Mm. We don't know that yet. He's only played in two games. But is Sims a better runner than Harburg? I don't think so. I think, I think Harburg is – May is better fit for the type of QB run game we want. We want to have. I think Harbor's a little just bigger, a little, little stronger. Can break tackles. I think he just has a better feel right now with the option game. Uh, I'd like to see him pitch it maybe a little more. But again, that's <laughs> I think we'll, that will be a, uh, a topic of discussion the rest of the year too. So, uh, yeah, it's I. I thought they might make a change after those first two interceptions, but they stuck with them, and the guys three and one so far. So it's that's all that matters is is that win column. So I, I I don't foresee any changes unless unless it gets unless it gets really bad.
3: Jay, you said three and one. It's actually four and one for Heinrich Carberg.
1: Oh, it is four and one. It's Sorry, four and
3: one with Heinrich Harburg, and and that's a little bit in spite of what's been going down with the injuries offensively. I mean, it just feels like there's a new one every single week. Yet he continues battling through and finds a way to win. That's think what that's I think the the main thing you can say about and his performance is he finds a way to win despite anything and everything seemingly going wrong on the injury front and i'm kind of with you that 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 you can't go away from that just yet unless there is real reason to do so but my question to you is moving forward now with the the rash of injuries in a game like purdue is nebraska going to need that defense to set up the offense a la iowa how they win football games i mean Nebraska doesn't have a defensive touchdown yet this year, which is a bit surprising to say, considering how dominant that defense has been at times. You think back to 09, they needed some defensive touchdowns to go get some wins in that season. Is, is this a week where Nebraska, considering the injuries, especially on in the offensive line, is going to need a defensive touchdown or at least something really setting up that offense with an easy chance to score?
1: They set them up a couple times, right, Illinois. And, and the offense uh, didn't do their, it had, hold up their end of the bargain on that, that deal as well. So uh, I think absolutely they need to score. We got to do. You got to do something. And I know they're trying. It's, it's it's not the easiest thing in the world to score on score on defense. Trust me. Did you ever score a uh, touchdown, Jay? Not in college. I scored plenty in high school. Okay. Not, so I had one interception in college. But I can, that's all I can. Um, that's the closest I ever got. But that was it was it was in it was around the opponent's you know about our twenty yard line. So I got about an eight yard return against well, Iowa State. Did, did, five, so
3: did you have a touchdown celebration ready to go just in case?
1: You know, I I can't can't to be to be honest, didn't have one. I have no idea what it would have been. I would just probably have thrown the ball in the air and ran around like a madman. Maybe I've got a Jay, penalty.
2: Jay, Jay would have pulled out the ocho cinco where he's putting. Right? You're 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 using the the pylon to to putt for dough and and get it handled that way. Jay last thought, your 49ers trying to bounce back. Uh, they are in Minneapolis tonight. It, Two horse race for you in the NFC. Is it Philly v. San Fran, or is there a third contender?
1: Yeah, it's really these two teams. And how good you saw Philly and what they're able to do last night. They had to slip up the week before against the Jets, but even with Debo Samuel still out tonight for the 49ers, I think they're gonna they're gonna handle the business. I mean, seven. Po- they're still a seven point favorite. That's a big line in the NFL. That's a, that's a lot of points. So I foresee I them taking care of business. McCaffrey's back. See how many carries he gets. Obviously, with the bruised ribs and all those things he's been dealing with. So that defense is so good. The 49ers' defense is really, really good. I, I do not foresee them getting caught up in this one. They got a little, they got an extra day of uh, rest after getting beat, you know, of uh, by the by the Browns last week. I think this is business as usual for the 40, 40 for the 49ers. It's, again, it's just a would imagine just like last year, an NFC title game. You're going to have the 49ers in, in Seattle. Uh, meeting up again.
2: Jay Moore, Blackshirt, Husker, NFLer. Watch him Tuesday night. Big red wrap-up at Moore 44 on Twitter. Jay will check in post-Purdue next week. Thanks for the time.
1: Yep, you got it. Thanks, boys.